0: Three, two, one, baby. Three,
1: two, one. Welcome back to the sixth episode of Three One Three Sports Talk. We're back here with my boy Josh and my boy Trey.
0: Tom Brady. Go. He's not on the pod, but he will be okay. discussed.
1: Hill, so we're gonna try to get him as a guest for next week when he's in the Super Bowl.
0: I'll reach out to him. <laughs> Media day.
1: Yeah, but so let's kick it off talking about this weekend's games. We got the Packers and the Bucks and the Chiefs and the Bills.
0: Mad, did you do that on a purpose? Was that was that pun intended?
1: What do you mean what pun?
0: Uh, you said let's kick it off, man.
1: <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I'm just, right. I'm just <laughs> that good that I don't even have to think about it.
0: <laughs> all right, I'll kick it off. Right, let's let's cut the speculation. We all know Mahomes is playing, right? He? Where's, where's he at in his protocol, his concussion protocol? Did
1: He's he clear like Is he? Alright. I, I thought he was practicing. He was ruled, I thought he was ruled out from the game with a concussion, so I thought they already labeled him as having a concussion. Yeah, I mean if this was regular season, I think he sits out of game. Oh uh, yeah, I think he sits at the league too. But I mean how do you how do you have Chad Henney versus Josh Allen when you could, you literally have the future of quarterbacks and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes going at it this weekend.
0: Yeah, true. Although that that Chen Henney uh seventeen yard run, however many yards it was, that was electrifying. And easy to say in his fifteen year career, the best play
1: of his whole career, easily. Was that the best play or was the fourth down play action past the best play? Um
0: definitely definitely
1: the run. I'm just saying Eric Bianami and Andy Reid have some big old meaty kahunas for that fourth down call.
2: Yeah. Huge. Yeah,
1: With the heard. backup quarterback.
0: Yeah. Tony Romo was going crazy during that.
1: I know. I mean he was Tony Romo goes, oh, they're just gonna try to get him off sides, probably call timeout, punt the ball. And then they run a roll out roll out wide receiver Z route, and it's like what the heck i mean that is one of the ballsiest calls i think i've ever seen in a yep. playoff
0: game hindsight's always twenty-twenty, but i mean you it seems like you kind of been waiting for someone to you always think that they're going to fake that uh that hike and you know they're just they're going to continue to fake it but there they they snapped it you know it really was you know big brain big brain play but definitely uh the the run prior was was more hype um and back to what I was saying, Mahomes is playing, and I got KC by ten. Uh, it's going to be a great game, you know. KC uh, by
1: ten. Yeah.
0: Uh, c- curious to see how. Just uh, see how Travis Kelsey does. I, I think he gets his typical 110, eight catches and a touchdown stat line. Um, I mean, it, uh, Buffalo matches up really well with him, but. I don't, I don't think they got I, a, enough firepower. KC
1: by 10. See, I don't know. Buffalo's been one of those teams this entire playoffs where, like, every game's like, oh, yeah, it's close. But they're just, like, dominant. And I don't know why. I think this is definitely the best team, probably best defense that Kansas City's seen this far. Um, yep. But I think they match up real well. I mean – I think the X factors on both sides of the ball. I think Edmonds is a big X factor this week, slowing down the run game, containing Mahomes, and also having to guard Kelsey every once in a while. And I think a big guy that needs to have a big game in order for KC to win is Hardman, Ooh, kind of the specialist guy. I think Nicole Hardman, Hardman, needs, Hardman. To have a big game, needs to have a big game for, for the Chiefs to win. I'm kind of a day one uh, Nicole Hardman fan. I think Trey
0: can vouch for me on that one.
2: Yeah, big time. What do you got, Trey? Uh, I'll tell you what, man. The Bills honestly have not impressed me yet. They really haven't. They scored 17 points to the Ravens three and arguably should have lost the game against the Colts. They didn't, but it just, I don't know, it didn't feel like it was going their way. KC with Mahomes playing, Mahomes is going to win it. You know, honestly, like I have nothing against Bills Mafia. I'd love to see them win. I think that'd be really hype and it would just be great for the city. But realistically, you know, I just see – I see Mahomes winning by 13. I, I,
1: I don't know if it's going to be that close. I really don't. Deep down in my heart, I want to take the the Bills plus three for some reason. For some reason, I want to. But the Browns played a close game against the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean – And Mahomes played the majority of that game.
0: He played two and a half quarters.
1: I, I mean, just – I, I don't know. I have a weird feeling about that game. I just have a feeling that it, it really – I think the Chiefs will win, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills do pull it out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would be surprised, but, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the Bills. Don't get me wrong. I, I took KC. I'm locking it in, but I, I'm definitely going to be rooting for the Bills. That would be super cool for Bills Mafia. Gonna be a lot of tables that go down if that happens.
2: <laughs> a lot. There's gonna be a lot of good football this weekend. There's no doubt. This is like one of the most excited I've probably in recent memory have been for a championship weekend. So
1: Yeah. Well our podcast team is still in there fighting, man. Yeah, they are. We got the
0: that one Bucks, believes in them.
1: Packers. Well, here, here's my here's my thing about that game. How, how are the Bucks? How are How is Green Bay, I mean, favored in this great game, but they got blown out in the regular season by the Bucs? Yeah, I, have, and I mean. Not, and not much has changed from the Packers.
0: That's true. And I think we found out last week that the regular season is the regular season. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I don't know either. Uh, we have to have a chit-chat with somebody in Vegas. Uh, I think you – I don't even have to say who I think is going to win. But uh, before we get yeah. into this, or before I dive into this game, how about last game? And did the podcast not correctly, like literally lay out what was going to happen in that game? I mean,
2: Breeze choked. Drew Breeze, man. Oh, choked. Typical playoff Drew yeah. Breeze. That's all got, I got to say. We got in
1: his head. I mean, yeah. Respect the man because that probably was his last game ever playing. I mean, that yeah, that's but... what he said. Is it actually though? Who knows. Probably. I mean, here, here's the thing: they've had second round or first round exits the last four years. Yeah. There's one. Bad there's look. one. Uh, there's one common denominator. And I think it's time to find a new quarterback to are the things.
0: Is it time to find a new one, or do they already have him on that? That roster right
2: now. I think he threw Whoa. one pass for a touchdown. If I'm, you know, <laughs> thinking correctly. Jameis, Jameis, one fifty-eight point three QBR. I just
1: here's my thing: Is Sean Payton, is Sean Payton, verbally came out and said that Taysom Hill is the backup, and does he go against what he says and start Jameis, or is it Tayson Hill, Taysom Hill's team?
2: I think Taysom Hill needs to stay in that versatile role that he's in right now to utilize him to his like maximum ability. I think they have to bring in another quarterback, and Taysom Hill remains being Taysom Hill, just a football player, you know that can do anything. So you think he's
1: more valuable as uh, Army Knife?
2: A hundred percent. You know, yeah. I, I mean, he did look all right when he was, you know, starting. He was just running a lot. He just, he almost seemed like a wild, like a wildcat quarterback. Like when well, was let, me,
1: let me ask you this. So Taysom Hill has taken how many snaps at quarterback prior to starting those three games? Not many. Because last year when Drew Brees went down, it was Teddy who took over. So he hasn't taken many snaps at quarterback. The man mostly is in the catch passes and do run plays. How are you going to have someone who is naturally a quarterback play all these different positions and then be like, hey, I need you to play quarterback again and not do those things?
0: It's just... This was the only week they didn't have him and yeah, the squad got torched. I mean, not really. It really falls on Drew Reese, but hey, he's that change of pace that they needed, I guess. I mean, how can you say he wasn't? Um, yeah. But uh he- Pat McAfee said uh he's the best at football player in the league, meaning like not at a like not a position-wise, but just like the game of football. Pat McAfee said uh, Taysom Hill best player at football and I kind of agree with that I, I think that like maybe like an offense like to where like he's like playing like at least like 80% of the snaps like I think that would be an effective offense right there but I'm yeah probably not starting QB I don't I don't think that's the way to go it'd be a cool like one year experiment and thing that it'd be real
1: fun to watch but I'm not with it I don't think it'd take the whole year I think it'd take about two or three games and Sean Payton would be like, screw this. But that also brings up another interesting thing is do the Saints have the money to re-sign Jameis? They don't. They don't have any money. They they don't have any money and they only signed to a one-year deal.
0: Yep. I would like a one-year one you you, Do you take a chance and franchise him? Jameis? Oh, man.
1: I mean, man. That, that it's is, tough. It's, you, you ask a great question. Here's your, here's your options right now. You, same options are Taysom Hill quarterback with probably a rookie backup. Franchise Jameis, get him back. He's your starter. Taysom, Taysom's your second string. Go position another position. Then your third option is you're sitting at about, what, twenty six 25, somewhere in that range, twenties yep. to 26. And you're going to draft a quarterback there with the only quarterbacks available then are going to be like your, your borderline third-round pick guys unless they trade up.
0: Yeah, honestly, the Saints are in a horrible spot right now, and I don't think they'll be relevant um, for another, I'm going to say, three years
1: it might be longer than that well it depends though if they completely fall off the rails and they go like 0-16 or one fifteen or something like that I mean they're in the top 5 next year they have a chance at who's the quarterbacks next year I mean Sam Howell Spencer Rattler I mean they have chances at those guys but I don't really see a franchise yeah. quarterback in them
0: No. Nah. Did you see that cool moment Uh, Breeze and Brady and Breeze's kids had? At the, that was really cool. But I got a yeah. question. If Breeze is tossing that pigskin at the end there, does it get picked off by that trail defender? Because Brady laid that <laughs> in son. there. That was a dot.
1: By his son. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not more or less the throw, but the catch that, like, that 10-year-old made. Oh, a great catch. Was, yeah, I don't know if I could have made that catch.
0: I mean, it is tough to catch perfectly placed.
1: Passes by Tom Brady, real tough one. Maybe. <laughs> but, I mean the athleticism that he had. <laughs> I mean he pinpointed that thing up there, yeah. took the picture. But <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need, I'm need really Chris wrestling. Godwin to take
0: the picture, like eventually, because I dudes had a couple drops.
1: I think the lack of good defensive line play from the Packers could very, very easily screw them this week.
0: Yeah, I think both lines. I think maybe uh, – yeah. With the, I mean, their o line's great, don't get me wrong, but with two guys out, like two pretty big pieces out on their O-line, could be the difference. You know, missing and a guy like Bakhtari could be the difference in winning this game.
1: And, I mean, Zaire Alexander can't cover all three receivers at one time.
0: No. Hopefully A.B. plays too.
1: He's a yeah, game I mean, time decision. Even if he doesn't play, I mean, you still have Scotty Miller. You still yeah, Scotty's stud. Have, you still have um, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I mean, you can't cover all four of them at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So uh, just, my pick, uh, I got the Bucks. I mean, that's that's the third straight pod- podcast I've said Bucks. Might might even have been the fourth straight podcast I've said Bucks. I'm rolling the Bucks. Um, <laughs> and that's not because i'm a packer hater that's that's cuz they're just they're going to win i mean like you said i don't know what's going on in vegas they they smoked them by like 28 uh earlier in the early in the year i don't think it's going to be no 28 but i think it's going to be like 13 something
1: yeah i i think that the bucks defense even though all year they have been good they finally put it together last week oh yeah it was it was a fun sight to see so what what's your mortal lock this week John
0: for saying like sports betting I have the perfect yeah. I have the perfect bet you might not be able to take this bet if you got like the family book that just hit like hit you with the $10 spots but I was looking and I got a two team parlay Chiefs minus three and then a alternate over with the Bucks and the Packers. Over 45 and a half, that two-team parlay lock, throw, get that key and fucking oh, excuse me, and launch it, launch that key. Um, and that that's our risk. So I, I I put it in for twenty three dollars with a win of 35. So you got it's a major value spot, and it feels like a dip. It's like you you're, I mean the Chiefs at minus three, and then you have like a Buckers pack over that's basically dipped. And it's just a major value spot. You guys will thank me. Uh, you guys will thank me later. Yeah. So with that, that's my lock of the week. We got locks of the weeks coming every single pod. I
1: think I think we all pretty much agree that our picks for the Super Bowl are the Bucks Chiefs because we want to see one more round of Mahomes Brady. I mean I don't know about Trey. I I do think the Bills could win, but I don't. I just think if Patty plays, it's kind of like, okay, (laughs) it's over. But I, I think that Super Bowl will be the most exciting because I don't think anyone honestly wants to see an Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen Super Bowl. Maybe a couple
0: cheeseheads, some cheesers in Wisconsin, but yeah, that's about it. I don't, I don't want to see that personally. And I just think the fake Upper Peninsula
1: Michigan people. But that's about it. Yeah. So with that, big, big week for the Lions. Oh,
0: yeah. Got
1: our GM last week, had a presser, said one pride about 45,000 times. (laughs) So I don't think we're getting rid of that hashtag anytime soon. Then today, Dan Campbell made me want to run through a brick wall about four or five times during his press conference
0: run through a brick I mean, wall i just get up and run through another brick wall
1: oh yeah i mean dude said we're gonna get punched in the mouth and smile back at them they're gonna knock us down on our way up we're gonna bite their kneecaps off and then they're gonna knock us down again and we're gonna take the other kneecap off i'm like dude I, everyone around the league thing I just start wearing knee pads against us yeah. we're biting kneecaps off
0: truly exciting and it was funny he starts it off with saying he's like I don't want to give you no coach talk and then all he did was give us like some like exciting coach fire up type stuff but uh
1: it, it did it did seem a little bit different though yeah no it
0: was uh and uh what I thought like when I heard Dan Campbell at the start of this process I was like oh it was that that dude that took over with the Dolphins a couple years ago and he did great, like with the limited roster he had over there in Miami. Uh, dude was great as an interim uh, head coach. And then he got nothing but high high praise in New Orleans. So, you know, I'm very naive. And I don't know what it would take for me to say that something's a bad hire. But I, I really do like this hire. And, yeah, that, that press conference, again, was exciting. Dude pumped me up.
1: I mean, he, he went in I, – I, he dro- only dropped players' names twice. One was an actual question. They asked him about Stafford, and he kind of made it sound like he's staying. Kind of made it also kind of diverted to, like, we don't know what's going on with him yet. So I don't know. Obviously, none of us know the process. But from what it sounded like, he loves Stafford.
2: He's a high energy guy, so I'm I'm excited to see some emotion coming out of a head coach on the sideline when we when the camera pans to him a hundred times this year. I'm excited to see emotion for once because we didn't see it out of Patricia, we didn't see it out of Caldwell. So, you know, that's exciting all in itself. <laughs> exactly. That's all we saw. We saw we saw an angry beard. That's all we saw last year. <laughs> Yeah, the the most uh,
0: flair we saw out of Jim Schwartz was after a game, handshake. That's literally all we got out of him. Um, (laughs) Caldwell was a great coach, but, uh, yeah, I don't think I ever saw him, like, move a facial muscle ever.
1: Yeah, I was was discussing this with a friend of mine the other day, and they kind of brought the point he's never had a coordinator job. And I was like, "That, that could be perfect. If I'm a coordinator sitting there one of the top coordinators that's like oh I haven't reached the head coaching level yet this would be a perfect job because he's not you're not going to be in his system he's not going to have complete control cuz he's not never been a coordinator so it's going to be like hey you know the defense you got the defense hey you know the offense you got the offense you know yeah yeah I
2: think it's
1: done what you got it you got it I I was just gonna say, I think it's just gonna expand what they can do offensively and defensively. Yeah, times are. I mean, I I feel like uh,
0: times are looking up, Detroit Land. Maybe not next year, but I think uh, the big picture. I think we got uh, the right guys in place.
2: Maybe some young guys.
1: Yeah. He said he did say that we're not too far off from competing, which I I've been a firm believer in. But I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I our roster terribly-
0: if you just looked at our roster on paper, I thought it was pretty good this year. It's just it definitely didn't result that way. Only winning five games.
2: Yeah. Starts with a healthy and re signed Kenny Galladay competing.
1: I, I, I mean, that news has to be breaking soon. I mean, they have to make a decision. Yeah, we, we need to know. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I just I, – I saw the day that the Steelers are looking and possibly not even sign Juju back. Steelers just uh, signed uh, Dwayne Haskins today. They did. Did you see that? But, I mean, yeah. I mean, if if Galladay doesn't sign back, throw money at Juju. Throw money at Allen Robinson.
2: A side note with Juju, did you see what he did while streaming on Twitch playing video games? No. He's playing uh, Fortnite. He uh so in Fortnite there is a an NFL like skin and he was playing as a Packers, like as a Packers player. Oh, and then the speculation it, started. <laughs> I mean he did it. It wasn't anyone else. He was the one doing it, you know, and <laughs> his jersey number. So I don't know. I don't know what that tells you. Oh man! <laughs> Please don't let
1: Aaron Rodgers. Get, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers oh, I know. I can't even
2: imagine. Can't even imagine. I mean, oh. you got
0: it, the times coming to where the Packers eventually add a legitimate number uh, two wide receiver. So, I mean, just get ready, boys.
1: The How much longer does Aaron
0: Rodgers have? He's gonna be 38 next year. I, I mean,
1: 38. That's just the,
0: That's just the number.
1: I think it. I think it's time for him to hang up the cleats. I don't know.
0: I wish. I wish that was the case. Dude's about to be the unanimous MVP, though. As much as I dislike him, you know.
1: Yeah, even though Josh Allen put up better stats, but it's whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's why he's losing this week. So, Rogers, that is. Actually, both of them. What am I saying?
2: Hey, remember Rodgers in uh, the NFC Championship game last year? Yeah. Didn't go well. And yeah, then Rodgers in the,
0: the, the AFC champ, or NFC Championship game before that one uh, against the Falcons. Well, at least for him. Yeah, like, yeah that one didn't go well either. Dude became an internet know. meme. Yeah. I is, is it safe to say, and then we're probably going to touch on this in the next podcast? Is Aaron is uh, NFC Championship Aaron Rodgers just your is is he your divisional Drew Brees slash Ooh. wildcard Drew Brees? Ooh,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I guess i will have to like see till next week.
0: Oh, speaking <laughs> Tune of divisional, in next
1: week to find out.
0: Tom Brady divisional record fourteen and two. That's a season.
1: That.
0: How crazy is that? I saw that.
1: He has that no, was unreal. he has more more wins and against NFC opponents than uh, Drew Brees does his entire career too or something I don't oh
2: know. My. Yeah, it was like Eli Russell Wilson.
1: <laughs> yeah, or in like the playoffs or something. Unreal. It's unreal. So, kind of touching on Kenny Galladay. Any other rumors you guys have heard off-season moves? I don't, we don't know anything about Galladay, even though he said he wants to stay in Detroit. Could that be on a tag? Could that be on an actual contract, which I think is smarter because it'll be cheaper?
2: I think we just have which, to sign him, but I, I I don't know, I don't know what price it's going to be at. Like, looking at people, even in our division, would you say Kenny Gallaudet is better than Adam Thielen? Yes.
1: The, the, the problem that Kenny is going to face is he's not going to get as much as he wants because he only played five games last year. He You're right. Like those five games, he balled out, but he only played five games.
2: Adam Thielen making that 16 million a year and, you know, just like you said, that five games, a little production, maybe just like AJ Green at 18 million a year. I don't know. We're yeah. going to have to pay him if we want him to stay. I think it's time for the Lions to finally just muscle up and pay someone to, and keep him here. Like, you know, how many times have we seen someone just get rid – we just got rid of for nothing, you know, slay di- – I mean, I I don't know. Yeah. We, I feel like we just have to commit. We have to sign someone other than Stafford and commit to them, pay them, keep them happy, keep them productive. I don't know.
0: Well, the market for a uh, top-end receiver is about 18 to 20 mil right now since
2: – with Which Michael Thompson's – yeah,
0: with Michael Thomas's uh, deal last year. So, 19
1: mil a year. But, I mean, is Kenny Galladay going to be expecting Michael Thomas's numbers? I mean, let's be honest. The dude didn't stay healthy at all this year. I mean, granted, he did take a couple big shots after good catches, but, I mean, he couldn't stay healthy. Maybe he thinks someone will. Maybe he thinks the Giants will. I mean, somebody will.
0: But I think – I think we just need to sign him. We've said it a lot on this
1: this pod. Yeah. Give him what he wants. Give him what he wants, and because I mean, other than him, who's our second biggest free agent? Marvin Jones, Amidola?
2: Yeah, I guess Marvin Jones.
1: He's, everyone else is pretty much tied up.
2: I don't even want. So Ryan, I love Amidola. I don't. Even, I
1: don't want him back. I'd rather see this grow a little bit. Yeah, I'd rather yeah.
0: Better so, get a third round
1: receiver. Yeah, also sticking with off-season things, I'm going to see the first draft of Brad Holmes' Dan Campbell regime. Saw a couple mock drafts. saw, um, Saw Micah Parsons. Saw them trading back, getting multiple picks, possibly getting Dylan Moses, a linebacker, and maybe another DB. And then I also saw them trading Matt Stafford, their first this year, their second next year, and their third next year for Deshaun Watson. That's um, dream scenario. That is the dream scenario. And I I
0: just <laughs> I would I would feel bad for Stafford to, to put him send him off to uh another franchise with not the best track record, but Hey, if it's available, we if Houston's like, let's make this happen. Then we have to make that happen.
1: Oh, that'll be that'll solidify Brad Holmes and give him an extra two years after yeah. we're ready to fire him. Everyone we'll be like, all right, we need to get this guy out of here, and they'll be like, but remember, yeah. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yep. it's one of those things, man. So, kind of wrapping up the Lions. Um, Going on to... Yeah, it's tough to talk about the, the Lions
0: week 19. It really is, man. Didn't mean to cut you off, but it yeah, really is hard to talk about the Lions week 19. But I think we got the moves. I think we...
1: Yeah, I think, think that's all. I mean, Dan Campbell, good hire. Brad Holmes is looking like a good hire. I mean, we don't know anything until free agency opens and then the draft, but we'll see what they have. I mean, there's not, there's not much... I mean, there's, they do have a lot of salary cap this year, but it just depends on what they're going to spend it on. And we'll see what they spend it on. But going on to our second favorite team in Detroit, the Detroit Pistons. I mean, Jeremy Grant has to be the front runner for most improved. He has to be an all-star. He's the only reason you watch games now. Mm. I mean. <laughs> yeah. It's literally the same story like, we lost again. We're three and 11,
0: but in those 14 games, we're like extremely competitive. And it's because of Jeremy Grant. Unfortunately with this last game, uh, some of our, our, uh, young, young guys kind of fell off a little bit, really hated to see that, uh, the last two games, uh, uh, Bay, Sadiq Bay has lost some minutes and he dropped a big old goose egg and, uh, Yesterday's game. Uh, Sekou, only five minutes. Lee, no points. Isaiah, uh, Isaiah Stewart four points in 15 minutes. So that's that. Um,
1: hate to see that, especially out of the young guys. They're in a rebuild. But when, when do you think the time is that Dwayne Casey's like, okay, we're officially out of it. We're not gonna get into the, get into the playoffs. Let's just let the young guys run in late game situations. Hopefully I mean, today.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fan perspective, you think, today, and it should be today. But, I, I mean, as a professional, you got to at least wait to the halfway point. But, yeah, I mean, I would like for that. I wish I was a part of
1: that decision. You know, maybe we should uh, hit up Big Sean. Tell him. Uh, yeah. I mean, and it also comes to a time where it's like, okay, what's Sekou's role? Is he only going to play five minutes? Okay, then he's a role player on the Pistons. Or are you going to trade him while his value's high? Same with Blake Griffin and Derrick Rose. Even though Blake doesn't really have a trade market right now because he's played no. not great at all. And Derrick Rose's shot selection is worse than mine would be in the NBA. But I just – it's it's to the point where it's like, okay, Seku's 19 – or he's 20. I don't even know how old he is, but it's like you're only going to play him five minutes. Well, either play him or trade him.
0: Yeah, tough spot. I mean, I'm with you. Uh, five minutes, like, come on. I mean, we're, we're not going anywhere. Give, give the man some minutes. And don't be so hard on yourself, man. You, your shot selection in college.
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah, so Pistons still are sucking, which is a good thing. Hopefully we don't get screwed in the lottery.
0: A competitive but suck, nonetheless.
1: Yeah, a competitive suck, yeah. which is good. But transitioning to our now one loss Michigan basketball team. Yeah, that's fine. Where, where do you guys – where do you think – do you still think they're the best team in the country? Do you well, – what do you guys think about that? Because I feel like it happens every year. I mean, last year we were the number one team in the country and lost a game, and then we went on like five straight where we didn't win.
0: I will tell you that if you bet Michigan championship right now, it's a huge value spot money line right now. Fourteen hundred plus fourteen hundred, uh, Michigan Wolverines championship. I think that's a huge value spot. You got to at least put ten on that. Um, I mean, maybe I, I still think that we're Final Four talent and I, I don't that's hard to no one's going to tell me that we're not uh you know we're one and one since the last pod at least with our uh, bounce back dub we we won by like 20 so yeah. I mean it's just one game Minnesota's no pushover the, this entire Big Ten like we said last it, it's just a gauntlet there's yeah. no bad team in the Big Ten there's there's no bad team in the Big Ten so each game you know a loss is gonna happen I'm, I'm not over we're still a, a great team we're not a good team we're a great team
1: yeah. and a point that Trey brought up last week was he asked me about Eli Brooks and how important of a role I thought he played well Eli Brooks got hurt in the Minnesota game and didn't barely play and we saw what happened so maybe he is the glue guy yeah yeah
0: and uh, one of one of the fans, uh, shout out Zach Flowers. He told me that his lock of the week is Michigan minus three tomorrow against Purdue. And I told him, I said, you're probably right, Zach, but I can't bet. I I, I just can't bet my team that goes against my betting rules. Can't can't bet my, my sports teams because just like this podcast, you know, I I like to stay non-biased with my bets. But I do like that lock. We'll see. We'll compare and
1: contrast uh, my locks and Zach's locks. It just, I, I, don't. It's hard to say. Oh, they're they're gonna have a hard downfall when it's like, we'll be lost and then bounce back, beat a team. Back, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, what the heck? But it's it's. I still think Juwan's a good coach. I think they have a lot of young talent. So we'll see. We'll see when tournament time comes around. What happens? Big week this week for Michigan football. Freshman, early enrollees moved in. Big week. J.J. McCarthy is not as tall as I thought he was, mm-hmm. which may be a downside. Um, Andrell Anthony. See, yeah, I did see a, a, a wild, wild stat with the hires that were made this week and last week. This is, on average, the youngest staff that Michigan has had in the past 10 years with an average age of 38. Whoa. Hey, it's it's college, you know. You don't need a bunch of old guys to coach up
0: these college kids. That's good. I like that. The wow. the way that professional football is, is seems like it's shifting is these newer, younger head coaches. And it's it's worked out for the most part. It's worked out. Got a lot of good examples. So I like that. We added um, Cowboys, one of the Cowboys coaches, one of the Ravens mm-hmm. assistants. So we got
1: some NFL talent coming over. Yeah, I I mean, I think it's it's one of those things where we're going to have to see what they do once game time hits. But it's looking like they told Jim, like, listen, game's changing, either adapt or you're done.
0: Yep, and then his deal kind of went with that too. Jim, he took a pay cut and he knows too, this is Michigan football, we expect greatness and I think with bringing in these Michigan guys, that's that's what the culture needs to be and that's what the culture is going to be. Bounce back year for Michigan and um, I'm really circling uh, 2022 as a huge year for Michigan, but Still also very optimistic for 2021.
1: Yeah. They had, I mean, probably the biggest, not the biggest, but one of the bigger recruits we got in uh, Xavier Worthy is not an early enrollee, which, I mean, doesn't matter much. I mean, the only difference is he just isn't getting time with the playbook as much through – off-season stuff and he's not working out at the college so it's not a huge loss but would have liked to see him early the role.
0: Trey give me your thoughts on J.J. McCarthy and I want at least one exaggeration.
2: Well thoughts on J.J. McCarthy I just looked him up real quick to uh, check his height because Matt scared me a little bit when he said that but he is 6'3 he's 190 so he still has some weight to gain it looks like Illinois player of the year, you know, Chicago, big city, in Illinois, you know, he beat out everyone, five-star recruit, number one QB in the nation, J.J. McCarthy going to bring a title. He's going to be the next, uh, you know, he's going to be like uh, how Peyton Manning was in in Tennessee, J.J. McCarthy. I don't know if that was the exaggeration yet, so. Which one was the exaggeration? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that one hasn't even came yet, man. No, I don't know. I have uh, big hopes, high hopes for JJ McCarthy. He seems like he's going to be an athlete. He's pretty passionate about uh, coming to Michigan. So far, he obviously had plenty and plenty and plenty of offers, and you know he chose to come to uh, Old Blue. And I'm excited to see what he can bring. Side question: Is is uh, McNamara going to be our starter next year? That's what I was just about to ask. Do we start yeah, with your freshman? So, yeah, that's what I was thinking, man. To- like Joe so Milton. You know,
0: the hardball way would seem like you're gonna get all three of these guys and whoever battles it out in practice is gonna get the starting gig.
2: And that's why is, uh, is McCaffrey still in the portal or is he still technically at Michigan? What's what's his deal? I
1: haven't I haven't heard a single thing. I know he entered the portal, but he hasn't signed anywhere. Could he just declare for the draft? I don't think he has enough. But he could just declare for the draft. I mean, a dude gets beat out by a dude that never played a, or played like five snaps at Michigan and then, oh, I'm butthurt, so I'm I'm just gonna
2: leave. And then doesn't sign anywhere. I mean, kind of a red but, flag. In my opinion, I do think McCaffrey got stiffed a little bit last year. I thought for sure that McCaffrey, you know, just assuming from like how much time we've seen him come in, you know, even in even in, like, reasonable situations, we'd see McCaffrey come in and, like, take a run, get hurt or something. But <laughs> but uh, I honestly thought he should have been the clear-cut starter. I didn't see anything out of Milton. I remember watching some of his uh, snaps he had in Michigan before he ever uh, – before he started, and Milton never looked impressive to me in game. He was obviously showing something different in practice. But, yeah, I definitely think McCaffrey should have been the starter. But, you know, it's to piggyback on that. McNamara might not be a horrible option. You know, mixed emotions on him. But, yeah, I mean, starting a true freshman that, you know, it's a ballsy pick. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, Harbaugh's going to pick the best guy, I think. And it might be McCaffrey. Or it might be, uh, sorry, McCarthy.
1: I just feel like you you look at all these teams, like you go back to 2015, 2016, (coughs) these teams weren't led by – flashy quarterbacks I mean you had Wilton Spate and Jake Rudolph taking us to being the number one number one or two team in the country like Harbaugh doesn't need a flashy quarterback to win so it's like is Cade McNamara that guy or is I mean Joe Milton's got a little bit more flash to him I feel like J.J. McCarthy has a little bit more flash to him, more of like a superstar mentality like I need to throw the ball 25 times a game or is it like I I don't know. I I just, I feel like Cade is the safe option because it's like oh look what he did last year. Okay, well you went 2-9, and dude. Like, you didn't do much. Like, yeah, he's a safe option, but I don't think Hardball can play it safe anymore guy's job's on
2: the
1: line.
2: Yeah. I think Milton has had his turn and no more Milton. I don't want to see him start next year, beginning the 2021 the, season.
1: I think the reason he got the nod was because of the potential he showed, if that makes sense.
2: He, I mean, he had to have showed team. more potential than, you know, McCaffrey. I mean, I don't know. I you, When he came in, you know, game time, time, real-time situations, Milton didn't look that good, you know, making his throws. I even remember you could say the same thing about uh, Denard. When he'd come in, he'd just throw, like, a bomb that would get picked off. But, you know, he was quick, (laughs) though. He can move. But but Denard had that excitement factor. Oh, 100%. Never tie his shoes, man.
1: Don't don't make me go get my signed Denard jersey out. I mean, I kind of want you to do it anyway. Oh, I'm gonna
2: get it. Hold on, I'll be right back. <laughs> hey, man, Denard was fun to watch. Oh, beautiful. Though.
1: Don't hate on it.
2: Beautiful. Oh, never hating. Yep. It's just one of those
1: things we don't want to know. But another big thing that happened this week is Zach Charbonnet entered the transfer portal.
0: Michigan always breeds a couple of good running backs. It is what it is. I'm not. I'm not even really sweating that one. I was a big fan of Charbonnet, but. We'll, we'll find a replacement just as good. I promise.
1: So, Red Wings expert, Trey, Josh Ravel. Trey Ravel.
2: Trey, you want to go or are you? Yeah, she I mean, man, the, the Red Wings, I mean, so far they're 2-2 two and two now. They've split. I kind of like what hockey's doing right now, how they're splitting these series. You know, you'll play each team twice, it's looking like. Uh, we split the series with... Uh, Carolina, and we split the series with our uh, our foe in the South and Ohio, and we're two and two. Bobby Ryan, not to be confused Bobby with Joe Ryan. Ryan, the linebacker. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Ryan leading the team in goals with four right now. You know, I don't know. We're we're looking all right. You know, I said at the beginning of the year that it was going to be the same all Red Wings from last year, but we're competing right now. We look all right. You know, it's, it's Def- they're at least fun to watch.
0: Definitely cool to see. You know, last year we started out three and one. But yeah, Bobby freaking Ryan's got it going right now. 33-year-old stud, uh, Larky, he's got four goals. Um, we'll just have to, we'll have to see. Hopefully this, <laughs> if we could just split every series, I'd be so happy. <laughs> I'd literally be so happy. But um not sure if this will hold up.
1: Uh, I do like what we're seeing out of Larky. Uh, got that scene on his chest, and he, yeah. he said, this is my team. Get on my point, back. One point a game. He needs to be that guy that can get
0: at least one point a game, and that's at least what he's done thus far. That's not a huge S, right? 82 points. Well, there's not even 82 games this year, is there? But whatever, he, you know, he needs to be that guy that can get you production on every single night, especially with this team. That, that has to be the expectation.
2: Yeah, he's yeah. got the state of Michigan on his back, man. He's not Captain America, he's Captain Michigan here. You know, I, I want to see him produce. He's a young, talented stud. And, you know, I think we have lots and lots of good years to come from him. I'm excited.
0: Nope. No cap?
2: No cap, never cap. All
0: right, um, any more Red Wings thoughts?
2: You know? Yeah, they
1: got they, they got to get the puck into the slot, and then shoot it from there. <laughs> I don't
2: know. <laughs> He's obviously not like football, you know, like it's similar to baseball, I guess. Like you can have a roster that just doesn't seem that appealing on paper, but all of a sudden they just, you know, they turn things around, they mesh together well, and you know, they play passionate hockey, they play for each other, and they start winning. You never know. I mean, you know, I said at the beginning of the year, the Red Wings are probably going to amount to nothing, but you never know in, in hockey, you really don't. It, we could just have like a passionate team that that puts up, uh, you know, a playoff run that we lose four one, you know, in the first series, you know, whatever. That's a huge improvement from years uh, prior being the worst team in hockey, you know, back to back years. So that, seem,
0: that seems to happen
2: every now and again in hockey, like I said. So, hey, you know, two and two.
0: Not gonna knock them any more than I already have. Like what I see out
2: of them so far. We're playing the Blackhawks, I believe, tomorrow. So you know, we'll see. We will and see. Do we beat them? We're a split series, man. Split the series, one, one. okay? <laughs> That's the team motto.
1: Just right. Split the series.
0: I like it. All right. All right, and then. So- Wow. I was going to change the topic this time. I know that's kind of your thing, so kind of messed up on my oh. part. But uh, I wanted to bring up um, last last podcast. I don't even want to say that we forgot because the news wasn't even that big. But uh, I need your guys' thoughts on the Jaguars head coach hire,
1: Urban Meyer. Oh, the band just might be named. I don't think it's that huge, if you want me to be honest. I don't. I think it's really insignificant. Insignificant. Because the biggest part of Urban Meyer in college was that he could recruit. Recruited great teams at Florida, recruited great teams at Ohio State. He can't recruit at this level. So I, I don't think. He's about to recruit Trevor Lawrence. I don't know if that's much <laughs> of a recruitment. I saw a meme the other day that said, you didn't want to sit one, uh, 1 in 15 or 1 in 16. Don't come plus us when we're 5 and 12.
2: Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that might be all they are. That's a, that what? about right.
1: I just, I don't know how good of a hire it was. Like no NFL
2: experience
1: or little NFL experience, and you have guys out there like Eric Bieniemy, and who would have loved to have the number one pick or I can't even think of another guy. And it's like you chose Urban Meyer, a guy who hasn't coached in three years.
2: Talking about the enemy real quick is the only option for him right now, really Houston. Like if that. Mm-hmm. It's the only that's, open spot. That's crazy to me, man. Well, yeah, that's I, their saving grace for Deshaun. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's I'd be surprised if no one picked up the enemy. That's my mind to me. Well,
0: I, I mean, just, if, if he doesn't go this year, then he's, he's right there as a top prospect next year, next year's cycle of head coaches to get that's what everyone said last year true i mean that's what everybody said about mcdaniels
1: for like the last five years so
2: yeah he just never left
1: i just i don't think urban will be very productive as an nfl coach
2: i just i mean we see we see college coaches all the time fail in the nfl so you know this could be no different and trust me i would love to see urban meyer fail
1: I I, I just – it's hard to cheat in the NFL.
2: and True.
1: I don't know if he – it depends on his coordinators, but you look at a guy like Chip Kelly, great college coach. Great college coach. Nick Saban, great college coach. Couldn't make it in the NFL. Neither of them.
2: Yeah, you're right.
1: It's, It's just a different game. It's a different game. And I I just, I don't think when I saw it, I was like, that really doesn't, that doesn't, that's not a big hire, I don't think.
2: It's a flashy name, you know, so people get riled up. I got a little riled up when I heard, you know, Urban Meyer to Jacksonville. That sounds like a grave for most people, you know.
1: But I mean, you look at their roster, they have what, two first round picks this year? one set one and ones in the 20s due to the rams I, I just i i don't know i don't think it's a big move i just but that could also be my hatred for him
2: yeah true i mean i'm always a little uh, biased against <laughs> against people we hate over here so yeah, I got you, but, I mean, he has a chance. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, we'll see what Trevor Lawrence ends up uh, turning into in the NFL, but Trevor Lawrence, you know, could have some high hope. He could he could really turn around an organization, you know. If, if there's one quarterback to do it, it seems like in the last, like, five years, it might be Trevor Lawrence, you know. We'll see. How many first-round draft picks did they get for Ramsey? Was it just one or – they got three or – won that trade, huh? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, yeah, we'll <laughs> see. I mean, they they lost to Green Bay, uh, you know, this last week. So, you know, maybe Tra- they thought that Tra- was going to Tra- bring them Tra- over Tra- the Tra- edge. Tra- yeah. And they obviously didn't.
1: Yeah. So, our favorite and last topic of the night are the fan questions. Joshua, you. do you have fan questions? I do. I got. I got a good one, and um, okay.
0: it's also some some news. Uh, Phil Rivers has retired. Phil Rivers has retired. I have a question for you guys. Where does Phil Rivers, talent-wise, rank all time quarterbacks? Cool. Just just give me a ballpark number. I'd say top 100,
2: maybe. <laughs> hey, you, I don't want to hear his stats because he, you know, I don't even want to hear you give him a participation trophy. He played a long time and he threw a lot of footballs. You know, that's that's yeah. to me what it comes yeah. down to. If you look I at the stats, he
0: he's right around 6'7". And that's not where he needs no.
2: to be. No. I think if he I, goes to the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame loses a little bit of credibility.
0: I agree with that, but he is going to the Hoff. He's, he's most definitely going to the Hall. He,
1: he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. No I way, dude. I don't think you can argue that he's a Hall of Participation trophy. Well, longevity. I, no, I, it's it's more of the long I think he – okay, maybe Top 100 was stretching it a little bit. <laughs> but I think he's Top 50. or. I'd probably I'm throw somewhere him somewhere in the like, 50, 50 to 100. I'm throwing him in like 35 spot.
2: That I'm means Stafford out. is a lock for a Hall of Famer if he makes it. I think he is. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. I think you need to have a little bit more accolades. You know, at least Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl MVP. You know, I don't know. I don't know.
1: The, the difference between Philip Rivers and Stafford is Philip Rivers has had good teams over the years that haven't won. Stafford has never had good teams. So, it's – I don't know. I think, I think Josh's, I think Josh's spot is, well, right. Yeah, 35. I mean,
0: because if, if you think if, like, Ben Roethlisberger's, like, maybe, like, 20, I'm thinking Eli Manning's, like, 34. <laughs> I don't you,
1: know. I, you I, gotta I, give Eli some more credit. <laughs> well, you I mean, if you think of those two,
0: you think of those two, Rivers definitely below those two, so... So, yeah, I think that puts him around like the 35 spot if we're just going talent based. dude has some two, great stats. He's got a good resume.
1: You're saying a two time Super Bowl winner in, or one, was it one or two? Two. Yeah, Eli won. Two. A two time Super Bowl winner is one rank above a guy that never made it past <laughs> the conference championship, never went to a Super Bowl. I'll give Eli, I'll give him 33. You change I think is better than Ben.
0: No, I won't go that far. I won't go that far.
2: They were the same draft, weren't dude. they? Yeah, right? I think so.
1: Yeah. The dude finished 500. You know how hard that is. That's right, he did. Uh, he had to he, lose enough games to Eli Manning. 500.
0: Eli Manning, in years that the Giants did not win the Super Bowl, he had zero playoff wins.
1: So, I mean... Uh, that means he's undefeated. In, in, You're right. You said it. You,
0: you, you said it best, Matt. A 500 quarterback. He's a 500 quarterback. That's just what he
1: is. He's oh, not his brother.
0: Staying on the 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 Colts topic, Trevor Abel. What do you think about Jacob Eason potentially taking over as the Colts' next quarterback?
2: Hey, look at the stats of six six quarterbacks in the NFL. It's, it's staggering. Hey, Jacob Eason is a young gunslinger. I think he should be the next starting quarterback for the Colts, no doubt. Brissett's on a contract. So I think he's actually the only uh, quarterback they have on roster. Brissette's, uh contract year, obviously Rivers is done. Yeah, Jacob Eason might be the next move, man. You know, he got to sit that one year behind uh, Phillip Rivers, probably learned a lot of things in the film room. know, Jacob me. Eason's time to shine, man. I still think they go get Carson Wentz. <laughs> I, mean, or, or I think Carson wants to like <laughs> I think Carson wants good fit would be like Denver. I don't think they're gonna give up on Drew Lock this. That
0: actually that actually feels like a Denver pickup right there. Carson Wentz and I yeah. think that one would be the best in the last couple of years. I like that. That'd be a good landing spot for Carson. Yeah. But like like Trey just said, uh, six six quarterbacks. You look at uh, I'm just gonna name off three all active: Nick Foles, um, Justin Super Herbert, <laughs> and wait who and Joe Flacco. Super Bowl. Those are two Super Bowl MVPs and the Rookie of the Year.
2: <laughs> right there. All right, all right, all right, all right. Hey, staggering man. <laughs> The only other active one, I believe, Jake is, uh, Lutton. Jake Lutton. <laughs> We're not going to talk about Jake Lutton. Yeah. He kind of ruins the
1: – You name to watch up Joe Flacco that won a Super Bowl based off his right. defense. <laughs> Rick right, Coles, a... who got lucky. And Justin Herbert, Her- Her-
2: who uh...
1: – What about oh. Jake Lutton? <laughs> Don't leave him out. <laughs> I'm not even going to say that name out of my mouth <laughs>
2: Before the season started, man, Kurt Warner said that Jacob Beeson's a much better draft, would be a much dr- better draft pick than uh, old Justin Herbert was.
1: Well, hey, uh, Kurt Warner likes underdogs.
2: Yeah, he, he was an underdog. I have a question for both of you guys. It's going to be a little controversial. Oh. But first off, let me start off by saying that I believe Drew Brees had a great career. He's a, for sure, pencil him in right now. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He had a great career. We heard a lot of flack about Brady, you know, potentially being a system quarterback. You know, we heard all this, you know, all the time I felt like I was hearing it for years. Was Drew Brees a system quarterback? Look what happened when Teddy Bridgewater came in. He looked great. Taysom Hill comes in. He looks, he wins games. Was, was Drew Brees just a system quarterback this whole time? Don't forget about crab legs, man.
1: Yeah. James
2: Winston, man. Are they all system quarterbacks over there or what?
1: I got in this argument a few few months ago. And I didn't get roasted by it as much as I thought I would. But I said, if you're going to call Tom Brady a system quarterback, then you have to call Patrick Mahomes a system quarterback. Because Patrick Mahomes was nothing before he got into the Andy Reid system.
0: You know what? Tom Brady actually is – a system quarterback. I've been saying this this week. Do you want to know his system? <laughs> Tom Tom Brady, system quarterback, population one, and that system is GOAT.
1: <laughs> I, 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 think, I think anyone in the NFL is a system quarterback. I mean, Joe Montana, system quarterback. I mean, Peyton Manning, system quarterback. I mean, it's hard to not call a guy yeah, in the NFL it, it, assistant quarterback. <laughs> it really is tough to like, yeah. Let me ask you this question. Last one, and then we'll wrap it up. Give me your top three Michigan quarterbacks of our lifetimes. Our lifetimes? Okay.
2: You're saying playing football in Michigan?
1: No, at the University of Michigan.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. Um,
0: I'm gonna go I'm gonna start that off with oh that's tough.
2: Drew is um, one. Art Drew Brees, oh my god. <laughs> College careers only. College Tom. careers only. I'm gonna go oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna go
0: Tom at two. And oh. then I'm gonna throw it Denard at one.
2: Yeah, Denard's gotta okay. be one.
0: And and Tom at two and so, some are gonna say it's it's really double edged. It's like it's tough. It's really a tough one because yeah, he split time, but he also won a natty, you know. So it's like as a backup, <laughs> he got some he got some time in there as a
2: backup to a baseball player.
0: <laughs> well, Tom Brady also was a baseball
2: player.
1: Not That's how good
2: Michigan football was, though. He, you know, yeah. we just didn't have enough time for him. Who is who? Who are your three? Josh, you go first.
0: Those are two. You know what? In my lifetime, well, I guess three has to be Chad Henney because the quarterback play in my lifetime really hasn't been too stellar, too over the top. Yeah. So is, Trey, is Henney at three? Is that reasonable?
2: Yeah. Uh, Trey? I think Denard's clear-cut number one. Uh, we go, we'll go. we go Denard. I think Henney at two and then three. Oh man, definitely not Shea. Probably, <laughs> I mean, do you even say Gardner? Isn't Gardner the last person to beat Ohio State? Yeah, no.
0: I don't think he was.
2: No, Denard was. Denard no, was. Yeah. Gardner,
1: Gardner had that that forty had that two four point like, conversion. Yeah,
0: yeah forty four to oh, two conversion. Yeah. Yep. 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 Gardner was on the team though when
1: they Ooh. beat him.
2: I feel like three so here's is my
1: for debate. Here's my three. Greasy. And I love Tom Brady, probably not as much as you guys. I love Tom Brady, <laughs> but he did not make my list. And I'll explain why after. One is Brian Greasy, last person who won a national t- championship. So I mean, you can't not be on that list. Two, a ninety-seven year old one man yeah we just need to have kids so that they win a, ch- a national championship again, yeah but two is Chad honey. I think the dude the dude was a stud he was he was a stud in college, and then three it's hard not to put denard on that list because he's been the closest Michigan player to a Heisman since Charles Woodson. so those are my three. The reason I didn't put Tom Brady on there was because he was the backup in 97. Technically, he does have a national championship, but I think that team was mostly led by Greasy and Charles Woodson. Yep. That's why I wouldn't put, because Tom wasn't a great quarterback. Like He was a good quarterback in Michigan, don't get me wrong, but he really wasn't nothing until he went to the Patriots. Where does Joe O'Corn rank on your list? Sean O'Korn? He, <laughs> Same deal. He is dead, dead, (laughs) dead, 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 dead. (laughs) Second to last because Ryan Mallet is definitely
2: the worst in our lifetime. (laughs) Or Steven Three. One of those two. (laughs) So what Greasy and Brady split time,
1: right? It was Greasy was a starter in ninety seven. Okay. And then I think he fought for their job with it wasn't Joey Harrington. Oh, he was – uh Joey was Oregon. Yeah. Uh, Brady did
0: come in as a I, seventh stringer.
2: I literally until just now was yeah. thinking that Drew uh, Drew Henson, the guy that went and played <laughs> for the Yankees, I was thinking that he split because now I'm trying to think of when he even came in. So Brady was a starter in 99.
1: 98, okay. it was Tom Brady also. And in 97, it was Brian Greasy. So I think okay. Henson was there in ninety. So he Let me he was
2: post post Brady. Uh, uh, but I think Henson. I
1: think Henson was. It was it was Drew Henson. He was. He was a backup in ninety eight. Okay. So Drew Henson was a backup in 98, 99. Brian Greasy was a starter in ninety seven. Okay. And, okay. and Tom Brady did have he did go to the Orange Bowl twice I believe but Very
0: nice. speaking about uh, Tom Brady uh Devontae Adams came out and said that Aaron Rodgers is actually the goat. what do you think what do you guys think about that because that
1: he said that that those words came out of his mouth yeah and he, he also yeah. said I don't care about the reins. Like it doesn't it okay what, what why what's the reason we play sports Win and win. A. Win. To win. And Aaron Rodgers flat out doesn't win. Tom Brady does. Yep. And will Sunday at three o'clock. Yes. So but with that, that concludes the sixth episode of 313 Sports Talk. Don't forget to listen to us on Anchor and on Spotify. Follow Twitter. Follow TikTok. Follow the Insta. We'll see you guys next week. See you, boys. Peace.